the Canadian Music Spotlight. She'll be performing at Taste of Edmonton, July 22nd. She's a Canadian music icon, and I do not say that lightly. By the way, there's a new documentary on her life and career. It's from the co-director of the corporation, Biff Naked, one of a kind, and she is one of a kind, and she joins us this Wednesday evening. How are you? I'm excellent. Oh, this is such nice things you have to say. What a nice person you are. I'm good. You know what? I think that summer is finally uh, nice and hot. <laughs> nice and hot after a long winter for everyone. So it's good for a couple of days of heat wave. We have a couple of um, friends in common. Um, my friend and colleague from where I'm broadcasting here in Winnipeg at 680 CJOB, Kathy Kennedy. And and uh, she speaks so fondly of you. And we had the opportunity to, to sit down and, and talk a few years ago when you were going through, um, you know, the, 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 the cancer thing. I call it the cancer thing. But, yeah, you know, I, exciting. I look at your life and I go you know, what's next for Biff Naked? And I'm thinking, well, what's next is Edmonton on the 22nd of the month. Oh, my gosh. We couldn't be more excited. I've had the great opportunity to play Taste of Edmonton um, a couple years ago, pre-pandemic. And um, it was amazing. It's an amazing community event. It's it's just, it brings people together. The entire city comes together. It's amazing. What's it like to be back on stage? What's it like to be back with crowds? It's a euphoria. Like, it's just absolute euphoria. It's, I mean, it's wonderful. You know, I always say it doesn't matter if there's three people in the room or, or just my mom and my sisters or, or 4,000 people or 50,000 people. It's, it's always fun to sing the songs that uh, make me laugh and cry. And everyone knows the words and they can laugh and cry with me. And it's just, it's, it's magic. You, you know, I, I remember talking to Chantel Kraviatsik about this and just that whole reaction that you get. There's, you know, a process between something that you create in the studio, but there's nothing like going live and getting that instant feedback and just the energy that gets gets fed by by a live audience like that. Oh, absolutely. And Chantel, I mean... Uh, I don't know if there's anyone as enormously talented in Canada as she is. And uh, I would definitely be one of the audience members at a Chantel show, <laughs> crying but, and singing along. <laughs> but, 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 it, but it's interesting because, you know, a, a lot of what she's famous for now is, is writing, is, is being that muse. And, and I'm just wondering about, you know, your writing because it, it comes from, I think, you know, the, the, you know, the, the depths of your soul and, and, and that's so essential that Biff, that's so much of you, I think. Oh, thank you. That's very nice of you. You know, I think that I finally found a place when I was 18 for all my silly poems Uh, and being a punk rock singer was very easy. I didn't have to be, you know, a mezzo soprano. I didn't have to be, I didn't even have to know how to sing. I just had to know how to project feelings and that was something that came really naturally for me and uh and yeah i think songwriting is uh, as a craft it's um it's just been uh, a lifelong joy for me it's all i've ever done i've done this since i was 18 years old 
And uh, I just can't even imagine doing anything else at this point. I want to share your story with a national audience, especially another generation that's going to get to know Biff Naked. And that's the wonderful thing about music now, isn't it? That you you get to meet different generations of, of fans. And, and I know that with my kids, and I know that with, with, with so many people now that are listening to music from from 20, 30, and 40 years ago, and thanks to TikTok and other forums, boom, what's old is new again. What's new is old again. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, a lot of, uh, a lot of people kind of bemoan technology, especially in the, in the music industry, and I've always thought it was really um, incredible, almost miraculous for any um, artist to be able to be heard all over the world, you know, simultaneously is, to me, it's, I mean, it's it's just a gift. It's amazing. It's a great opportunity for everybody. You talk about how poetry then came out through this, you know, young, rebellious woman in a punk band. Did the poems come easy? Always. And they never rhymed, and they never made sense, and they still don't. Um, I think that the, I guess, uh, I, I like writing stuff about everyday life, things that I think about. Um, I've had an obsession with incarceration as a metaphor since I was a kid. Uh, my parents accused me of wanting to go to jail because I wrote so many jail songs. Um, but honestly, I just think that, um, you know, to be able to put our feelings into words, even made up stories into words and then sing about them, is uh, it's just really a lot of fun. <laughs> it's storytelling, uh, but you get to sing. Yeah. That's what we do. We tell stories. What yeah. stories do you like to tell now? Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, so many. There's millions. There's just millions. Um, I, I find as I get older, I am very nostalgic. I'm incredibly sentimental. And I don't have, you know, the, maybe it's just a defense mechanism or a coping technique, but I feel like I have no bad memories. And even the bad experiences, or misadventure, or even traumas, you know, somehow I can find either the silver lining in them or the funny and make it into uh, something humorous. Because I always learn something, and I always grow as a person, and hopefully everyone hearing the story does too. That's wisdom. From your mouth to God's ears, that's wisdom. I don't know, it's either wisdom or silly. <laughs> <laughs> Richard in for bad Biff Naked is with us. And um, your, your story is, is an amazing one because um, in many ways, you are so incredible to have survived. Um, talk about, talk about where, where you come from. Talk about Delhi. Talk about that. Um, because well, honestly, that's who you are. I guess so. You know, it, it's funny because even when uh, we're talking about the documentary, um, you know, part of me feels really uh, humbled about it and kind of sheepish. And I just, uh, I like to downplay it a little bit. But the truth is, I think a lot of it has to do with my adoption story and being born in India and having no other um, identity uh, other than being Canadian. I was the only Canadian in my family. Um, because my birth mother was Canadian, and a lot of people might not know I found my birth mom when I was 21. 
And she was a teenager living in New Delhi with her parents at the time. They were Canadians. And um, she's also adopted. So, you know, it comes to this like a dead end. And I know there's lots of technology these days with uh, 23 and Ancestry and all these things. Um, But, you know, there's something that was uh, profoundly important to me about her not knowing her background uh, and me not knowing mine as a result. You know, I, I was I had quite an imagination when I was a young person. And, of course, I envisioned being anything other than uh, what I was. Uh, but my connection culturally, and I credit my parents for it, was really to India. And uh, it just permeated um, my upbringing. And as a young adolescent and into young adulthood, uh, it stayed with me and still does to this day. Were you honest with yourself then? Um, about, <laughs> I'm like, I'm a, I'm a Gemini. I'm like, so about <laughs> what? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know what you mean. I, I, I wonder that, you know, uh, the Biff Naked I know is, is you and, and you wear that. You wear that in your music, you wear that on stage, you wear that in interviews. And I'm just wondering if there was ever a time where we didn't know you as an adolescent. Or is that always... I don't think so. (laughs) No, (laughs) I've been the same, uh, same, um, silly, gregarious, chatty Cathy that I have been since I was three years old. I think that I uh, was always the kid that talked too much. Uh, my parents, as a result, put us in all of the arts programs uh, so that we could be singing and dancing fools. And um, after I wanted to be a ballerina, I wanted to be an actor. And then, of course, in University of Winnipeg, I ran into very good-looking boys that had mohawks. And, uh, and I wanted to be in a punk rock band with them. And... That's kind of, you know, the the short version of how it happened. But it was, for me, it was the best outlet for all of my uh, chattiness, all of my need to communicate, all my expressiveness, I guess. Um, When I was a young woman, I was a little more serious than I am now. And I think that that also comes with age. I think that I laugh a lot uh, nowadays, and I didn't always. I think I was very serious when I was in my 20s, and now I feel the same way sociopolitically, uh, but I I don't take myself as seriously, I guess. Biff Naked is with us, one of a kind. It will air on Super Channel as part of its original selections in early 2024. We'll talk about that and continue our conversation in a moment. Richard Cloutier in for Ben. Biff Naked. She is a celebrated, notorious performer. She's an author. Now uh, working in this feature documentary written and directed by the Genie Sundance Award winning director Jennifer Abbott. How cool is that? So cool. I can't even tell. I, I still don't think. I'm still pinching myself. I don't think it's real. Um, it's exciting. It's very, very exciting. Very exciting. It's a long way from jungle milk, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Jungle milk was honestly the most nurturing introduction I could have ever had to being in a musical group. 
that was your first band, right? Yes, it was. They were oh. already an established band, but um, I was one of the five female vocalists among their thirteen uh, drummers, <laughs> and I and it makes me again, I, you know, I'm very sentimental, uh, but it does make me uh, think so fondly of Winnipeg in uh, in the late '80s and early '90s. It was just a magical place for uh, music and the arts. It really was, still is. Guess what? I would have been in the one of those fans watching. Oh, how cool is that? I, how cool is that? You know, Winnipeg is I, the best place to be from, honestly. You know, um, th- there's so much to talk to you about, but just a few more minutes here. And, and I just think that, um, you know, you're a performer with a whole lot more chapters to write. What's next? Oh my goodness. I can't even, I don't even know where to start. So we're doing shows. I'm coming to Winnipeg, of course. We're doing shows this summer uh, mm. in August. And um, I'll be back in Winnipeg um, on the 13th with The Watchmen, which is a band yes. that I played with, you know, 30 years ago also. And, um, and I love it. You know, I look to artists like Joan Jett, and Tina Turner, and I just think, I don't know, why Why do I ever have to stop? Like, I don't you think don't. I do. <laughs> and I don't, don't want to. And that's the other thing. You know, I'm having more fun now uh, than I ever did. And I just think that um, there's something profound about that for me personally. Um, I wrote my first book of poetry. It's called Razor Blade Chewing Gum. There's lots of jail references in that puppy too um it's it's not out yet hopefully i don't know you know the grown-ups always like to have you out, have things out by christmas but i like to go against the grain if i can and i have a yorkie with colitis i'm not gonna lie uh so that's really my focus when i'm not on the stage <laughs> diet <sighs> well she is on such a strict diet of uh veterinarian approved uh, food that uh, I cannot deviate not for a second not a plate can she lick do you remember the the arcade that you used to hang out with uh, at near University of Winnipeg oh gosh I'm trying to think of the name of it oh my gosh I can't remember what the name was but I'll tell you I always had cigarettes yeah yeah, because there was a bunch of us. There was a bunch of us that used to go there and and play vids. And who was in the corner? Biff naked. Probably, but yeah, back with, back with, then it wasn't Biff naked. No, and you know, I always I always say that um, I have lots of different uh, theories about how I got the stage name, and it used to be that PJ Burton actually gave me the name. Uh, yeah. Because everyone called me Biff, but it was probably <laughs> the drummer in Gorilla Grill. I can't be sure because now that I'm older, I'm getting you know foggy memory wise. I look so forward to seeing you on stage here in Winnipeg and folks in Edmonton on the 22nd. Um, it's so good to talk to you. Um, I I just think that every time that I've had the opportunity to chat with you, there is a new chapter and there's new energy there. And I, and, and I think that 
not only your story, but your life is so inspirational for all of us. And sometimes, you know, so often we get down on ourselves and then a conversation to hear with you, um, it lifts a lot of our spirits. And thank you for that. Oh, and you just lifted mine, Richard. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I can't wait to see everyone this summer. It's going to be a, a nice summer for everyone.